Welcome to Dear Runner Bod, the pod dedicated to helping you embrace your runner's body. I'm Serena Marie RD, a registered dietitian and body image coach who wants you to stop dieting and start fueling the athlete within. While I am a medical professional, the information on this podcast is for educational purposes only and is not meant to diagnose, treat, or cure. Now, let's start rewriting your body's story. It is time for review of the week. Review of the week is your chance to win a free masterclass from me. These masterclasses are so valuable. I have one all about hydrating your long runs during marathon training, half marathon training. If it is hot where you live, you need this masterclass. I have one all about body image, how to repair your relationship with your body. And last but not least, I have one all around meal planning, meal prepping, how to do it in a way that is efficient and effective if you have a lot of commitments on your plate as a busy runner gal. And so if you would like a free chance to win one of those masterclasses, all you have to do is head to Apple Podcasts, Take five seconds to leave a review. You will be entered into a lifetime raffle to win a masterclass. And given how few reviews there are, um, your chances of winning are basically 100%. So I definitely would take the time to get one of those really valuable masterclasses simply by leaving a review. This week's winner is Kay Sarah. So Kay Sarah, make sure you reach out to me, DM me, email me, and let me know you are a winner so I can hand you um, your free masterclass. Kay Sarah said, Serena's approach to reshaping our relationship and how we view our bodies as runners is super impactful. Her guests all add perspective that have helped me to reframe my thinking and grow as a runner and a human as I work through years of body image issues. Okay, Sarah, thank you so much for saying that. It means the world to me. It is truly my purpose in life is to help you start to see yourself differently. And it sounds like you're on the right path. Thank you so much for taking the time to leave this review. It helps others find the podcast so we can spread this message to more people. Oh, I know you love working out fasted. You love running on an empty belly because maybe it helps you feel powerful, right? Like kind of badass. Like, yeah, I don't need to eat anything to go running. Like, hello, I'm super powerful. I am don't need something puny like calories. <laughs> maybe you like to run out fasted because you struggle with GI issues. Like you're afraid you're going to literally poop your pants if you eat something before you run. And you're like, no, thanks, Serena. I'd rather not deal with that. I don't blame you if that's your fear. Maybe you are afraid of, um, you know, needing to wait. Like you're like, if I eat, then I have to wait. I don't have time in the morning. I, I run really early in the morning. Whatever the reason is, I'm sure it's a good one in your mind, but I am here today to really kind of hopefully convince you to stop running on an empty belly, to stop running fasted. This is a super important message. Like I need you to share this with all of your runner friends. I need you to like tattoo this on your forehead. Do not run on an empty belly. Now, I think it's important for you to understand that there are consequences to this choice. 
Um, as runners, I think we just kind of are surround, we surround ourselves with runners. Everyone's a runner. Everyone runs. It's no big deal. There's so many runners that are better than me. You know, this is like the narrative of that, like my running isn't good enough. My running isn't fast enough. My running isn't intense enough. And therefore my body doesn't deserve to be fed like an athlete or treated like an athlete. And that is so ridiculous because if you are a human being and you're listening to this podcast, then I need you to know this message is for you. I don't need to know anything about your pace. I don't need to know anything about your intensity of workouts. All I need to know is that you are a human being. Cool. That's all I need to know. If you are consistently running on an empty belly and you are running 60 plus minutes, you are doing hard workouts where you are getting out of breath, um, you know, sweating and breathing hard, um, you know, really kicking your own butt in the gym, lifting weights or on the Peloton or doing sprint workouts or doing long runs, and you are doing those things on an empty belly or with just pre-workout, that's it, you are setting yourself up for a disaster, a hormone disaster. And I'm going to tell you why. You think that this is you training yourself to be fat adapted. Um, That fat adapted, you know, narrative will not go away. I was the queen of fat adapted training back in my day. I literally have the book, the Bible, Low Carbohydrate Performance, written by Dr. Kinney. I, or is it Finney? I can't remember. But anyway, I know all about the fat adaptive narrative. Okay. Like I, I see you, I hear you. I have heard the other side. I have lived the other side. I have tried to be the fat adapted runner. And let me tell you what it led to. It led to me feeling like a crazy woman around food. And from doing this, from being a dietitian and counseling female athletes for like, how long have I been doing this now? Um, it's been like six, seven years of specializing in sports nutrition. I know I'm not alone. I've worked with hundreds of women who have struggled with out of control sugar cravings, with binging on sugar, binging on foods I don't even like, feeling completely crazy and um, out of control around food that they are just like, how do I have so much willpower when I am structuring my workouts for the week and all the other things in life? But then when it comes to sugar, I am completely out of control. I am so addicted. It's not even funny, right? And that fat adapted camp is saying, well, it's because you're eating too much carbohydrate, you're addicted to carbohydrate, your body's craving more and more carbohydrate. And the way the solution is to low carb lower, to low carb harder. And I'm going to tell you right now, that is so nuts. That is so untrue. It completely defies biology. Women especially, like I'm talking to my women runners, your body, the way reproductive hormones work in the female body, we are extremely sensitive to restriction. Carbohydrate restriction causes a spike in stress hormone called cortisol. And when cortisol is spiked, when stress hormone is spiked, there are many deleterious effects on health, including um, slowed metabolism, right? We want to be burning more calories at rest, not less calories at rest. Well, guess what, darling? You are setting yourself up for slowed metabolism, reduced thyroid function. Thyroid plays a role in fat burning, 
I'm really focusing on that because I know that's like what sells this argument. Um, it also is going to lead to um, reduced um, uh, re- not reproductive, immune function. It's going to lead to, you know, really cortisol has a systemic effect and negatively and adversely affects all of these different systems in our body, everything. Everything is affected by stress. The production of hormones, right? When we are producing less estrogen, which is a protective hormone for our bones, which protects our bones, that actually is going to lead to more risk of stress fracture. So we do not want to be spiking cortisol. And yet when you you go running for 60 plus minutes when you go do a hard workout and you're huffing and puffing and all you've had that morning is some coffee or some pre-workout or water, you are setting yourself up to spike cortisol. You are doing the opposite of what you want to do, okay? Now, you are thinking, okay, but you know, I do fasted cardio a few days a week because it burns more fat. I think this is so funny. And even back in my, you know, fat adapted days, I always kind of thought this argument was so bizarre because who cares if you're burning more fat during your one hour workout on Tuesday? You don't want to just be burning fat for one hour a day. You want to be in fat burning mode all the time, right? You want to be in in nurturing your metabolism in a way that you can quickly and effectively um, burn up sugar, burn up carbohydrate, burn up um, fat in the body and be building muscle, right? Like that is that is the goal of these diet culture people. And yet it doesn't make sense for us to be worrying about, am I burning more fat during my one-hour workout? Ultimately, what burning more fat during your one-hour workout is going to do, having that fasted workout where you burn more fat, sure, you are burning more fat during that fasted workout. However, what is happening the rest of the day? The rest of the day, when you are working out on an empty belly and you are working out fasted to burn more fat, what is happening is your liver is sending out these signals to the body that we are low on stored sugar, we are low on glycogen, this is like an emergency situation here. And it actually is going to boost your cravings for sugar. It is going to boost your appetite. So sure, you are burning more fat for an hour during your workout, but who the heck cares if by the end of the day, you find yourself so hungry that you're overeating and craving all the sugar. It doesn't matter that you burned more fat for an hour during your workout. Like by the end of the day, you haven't eaten a well-balanced diet. You haven't eaten a diet that supports your athletic body. You have eaten a diet that supports somebody who is desperate for calories because you have put yourself into this emergency situation. You have put your physiology into this stressed out emergency situation. So rather than just worrying about, am I burning fat during my one hour workout? I want us to be thinking about, am I supporting my metabolism, my thyroid hormone? Am I supporting the creation of new lean body mass and muscle all day long, right? Like why are we worrying about a short little workout in the morning when we have to be alive 24 hours a day, you know, seven days a week, 52 weeks a year? Like who cares about this one hour workout in the morning? And, you know, it just goes to show how you only get little teeny snippets and pieces of the puzzle when you're in diet culture because they're really trying to sell you on something, right? They're trying to sell their um, 
you know, brand of butter coffee, MCT rich coffee or pre-workout drinks so that you can skip breakfast and, you know, you spend all this money on their product, they're not telling you the whole situation. Like how about the fact that by simply drinking caffeine or coffee with your pre-workout snack in the morning, you're also increasing the utilization of fat and uh, burning more fat during your workout even though you were fed. Like how about that? How about them apples, right? If you're so excited about burning more fat, then drink some freaking coffee before you go do your workout and eat something so you're not putting your body into a state of stress and you're also getting that increased utilization of free fatty acid. Like how about that? But no, we don't hear that because eating breakfast isn't sexy. Eating breakfast isn't going to put you into this huge calorie deficit where you are going to be on this yo-yo dieting roller coaster for the rest of your life. It doesn't keep you stuck and trapped. It doesn't keep you a slave to the diet culture game, right? So um, yeah, please eat breakfast. (laughs) Please eat something before you go running in the morning. Um, So we talked about how there's all these – negative adverse effects to working out on an empty belly. And again, I really want to kind of emphasize, I'm talking about those intense workouts, those hard workouts, those workouts where you really are going to be breathing heavy. You're going to be working up a sweat. And, um, you know, if you're running, it's kind of like more than a 45, 60 minute run. If you're doing something shorter like that, like a 20 minute walk, it's not the end of the world if you don't eat before you head out. Um, for me personally, I, always like to be consistent with my food. Uh, But, you know, again, you don't have to if it's something 30 minutes or less and it's it's pretty like not so intense. That said, there are a group of people who are avoiding eating before their workouts because they're worried about GI issues. You're worried about pooping your pants. You're worried about having bloating or cramping or discomfort on your run. And you know, here we go again. I have life experience here as well because I also really struggled with GI issues. And I honestly think the part of the genesis of my struggles with food was the fact that I would have so many unpleasant GI experiences if I would eat before I would run. And so I would literally just not eat all day long so I wouldn't have that issue. I mean, I literally remember being in college and like I would go running with club and I can't remember if it was three o'clock or four o'clock, but it, it wasn't the morning. And I would, you know, drink coffee and then take a nap in order to like make sure I didn't eat anything before I showed up to practice, which is so wild to me. And then I would eat basically all night long. Um, but but I understand, like my point is, is that I totally understand the embarrassment and the discomfort of, of dealing with GI issues when you're running, the runner trots. That said, you know, here I am, flash forward, 35 years old, I run more miles than I ever used to run in college and um, I don't have those issues anymore. And so what happened? I, rather than deciding that all food is the enemy and to avoid all the foods in order to um, avoid GI issues, I actually started realizing that it's more about what you're eating and a lot of it, a huge part of it, a lot of times when I'm working with runners, the solution actually lies in hydration, hydrating correctly, getting enough sodium, getting enough salt. Because if you are not drink, if you're just drinking water or you're just drinking calorie free sports drink and you're going for these long runs, you are asking 
for GI distress. You were asking for nausea and diarrhea and cramping and all of the unpleasant things. So I really want to encourage you, rather than not eating at all, I want you to look at what you're eating. And I want you to figure out, am I eating tons of fiber all day long? Am I eating tons of sugar alcohol all day long or the night before, right? Am I having black bean burgers the night before and then snacking on some sugar-free candy before bed? You know, that is a recipe for GI distress. That is sugar alcohol plus fiber recipe for GI distress. Are you going on long runs and you're not drinking any sports drink beforehand? You're not taking any sodium salt tab sports drinks during your runs. That is a recipe for cramps, recipe for for GI distress, a recipe for disaster. We need to look at what you're eating and figure out a plan so that you don't have GI distress on your runs rather than you having to change the way you eat in order to try and get through a run without pooping your pants. Like that is just absolutely not the solution. There are supplements you can take. There are dietary changes you can make. There are adjustments to your fuel you can make in order to make sure that you can run and be well-fueled. We do not have to choose one or the other. And if that is your solution to the problem, then you are setting yourself up to have reduced energy or relative energy deficiency in sport or reds. And that is going to have a catastrophic uh, effect on your performance. It's going to lead to injury. It's going to lead to slow metabolism. It is going to lead to poor performance. It is going to lead to all of the things that you do not want to happen to you as an athlete. So I beg of you, if you cannot figure it out on your own, reach out to a dietitian, whether it is me or a different dietitian, I do not care. But what is important is that you are treating your athletic body um, with respect. Running is a responsibility. And I think this is something, again, going back to the point that when you're a runner, you just feel like it's no big deal. All your friends are runner. Everyone runs a marathon. Everyone's running a 5K. Everyone's racing. You, you don't even think about how this is a stress to the body. And it is a privilege to be able to run. And it is an important responsibility to give your body the resources and the tools and the support it needs to be a runner. And that includes food. That includes eating enough food, eating adequate carbohydrate, protein, uh, adequate fats, adequate nutrients nutrients from vegetables, but it also includes things like training smart, taking rest days and truly resting on your rest days, running your easy days easy, truly slowing down and running easy on on easy days. Dude, I know it is very hard. I also struggle with it, but it is something that I have really prioritized this training cycle and I'm really excited to see what it does um, in terms of the end results come race day. It is really important that we are sleeping enough. I know sleep sometimes, you know, I'm talking to like new moms and it's impossible. But if you are in a season of life where the reason you're not sleeping is because you're saying yes to too many things, you're like the person who's like, sure, I'll take on the extra project. Sure, I'll take on, you know, volunteering at church and all the things. You need to learn how to say no and no need to learn how to say no. Also, if you are the person who is up late scrolling, you're on your phone, uh, if you find time during the day to be on your phone, then that means that you can take that time and you can turn it into sleeping time. So if you are spending so much time each night on your phone, please take the phone away from yourself. Set a limit, set a boundary around when you use your phone. I want you to literally set an alarm on your phone right now that after 8 o'clock, 7 o'clock, 9 o'clock, whatever it is, 
that is your alarm that goes off and it is your reminder to do your bedtime routine, turn off the screens, and start getting into sleepy mode. Okay, so we need to sleep, we need to eat, we need to train smart where we have our rest days and our easy days are honored as rest days and easy days, and we need to train hard, right? Part of training smart is we have our hard days to balance our easy days. We have those days where we kick our own butt and we're fueling for that, right? So I want you to remember that this responsibility you're signing up for as an athlete is a beautiful one. It is an important one. It is a sacred one. And I just want you to promise me right here and now that if you are struggling with, you know, kind of moving away from the under eating or the fasted workouts, if that is something you are stuck on, just send me a DM at Serena Marie RD. I have free resources that I can send you that can start to help to shift your mindset, start you to help you think differently about food, about your body. There is so much stuff that I can give you that is free please let me give it to you. If you need the support, all you have to do is reach out, okay? So the lesson of today is there is no excuse for fasted workouts. If you're trying to burn fat, guess what? Drink some coffee. Take some ca- take some caffeine. Drink some black tea. Go for a run and eat. Guess what? You're still burning more fat. If you're struggling with GI issues, I want you to take a look at your fiber intake, your sugar alcohol intake. I want you to take a look at your salt intake, making sure you're drinking enough and taking enough sodium during your run. You know, we didn't even mention, but another cause of GI distress is under eating. If you're just eating veggies all day long and you're on a strict diet and you're following Noom or Weight Watchers and you're training for a half marathon, you're under eating, that absolutely can lead to GI distress. That is a super common cause of GI distress. So reach out to a dietitian, get somebody to help you hold your hand and guide you through navigating how to fuel in a way that doesn't cause GI distress. Because again, I know how unpleasant it can be, but the solution is not fasting. I want you to make sure you are eating enough to support your metabolism. When you are running on an empty belly, when you are working out on an empty belly, you are spiking stress hormone. You are slowing down metabolism. You are reducing your function of your thyroid. You are reducing your immune system. You are reducing your reproductive hormones, which then in turn leads to broken bones and fractures and injury. You are setting yourself up for relative energy deficient deficiency in sport or reds. And there's no need for it. Okay. So you're like, Serena, I am the girl who like doesn't tolerate food. I get sick. I get nauseous. I have GI issues. How do I, how do I navigate this? Right? We have to start at the beginning. So ideally we're getting to a place where we're eating, you know, the bagel with the peanut butter and the honey, and we're able to tolerate all this food beforehand, but you might not be there yet. So I always like to start with things that are really easy and simple to digest. Something like a sweet and squeezy of applesauce. Is that enough? No, but it is a good start. Having that squeezy of sweetened applesauce is a great place to start. Maybe you have two of them. And that's something that's digest super quick, especially if you're an early morning runner. So maybe we start there and we get curious about did your run feel better? Like your run is gonna feel better. Whenever I start working with athletes, like the first things they start to, they start reporting is, oh, my energy is better. My heart rate is lower. Like there are in, immediate benefits to your nervous system where your body is like, oh my God, thank you. Jeez, Louise, now I have enough energy to actually do this thing you're forcing me to do. You're respecting me. And when you respect your body, she's gonna reward you, right? Improved energy runs start feeling easier, 
your heart rate is lower on your runs. There are true consequences to these actions you're taking. So let's start at the beginning. Let's start with really easy to digest carbohydrate, a handful of chewies. Maybe they're the honey stinger chews or the scratch lab chews. I don't really care. Maybe it is a applesauce squeezy or two, the sweetened kind to get some extra sugar, right? Pair that with some sports drink. Try having that with 10, 12, 16 ounces of scratch or noon endurance or Gatorade endurance and tell me how you feel better. Tell me how much better you feel. Literally DM me and be like, Serena, you were right. Because not only are you going to have those immediate tangible effects where your pace is better, you feel better, but there are also systemic effects, less cortisol, not damaging metabolism, not um, jeopardizing thyroid function, making sure that we actually have enough sodium that our gut lining stays intact rather than getting leaky and causing diarrhea and cramping, right? Protecting our reproductive hormone production so that we don't have reduced estrogen and in turn um, bone fracture risk. There are so many huge benefits from doing this very simple thing, eating, eating before your run. Do not fall prey to the fat adapted community. I have like a huge thing against that community because they trapped me for so long and I really believed for so long the solution to my out of control binges, the solution to my um, cramping that I was having and diarrhea I was having during and after my runs was to low carb lower, to take MCT oil, to take coconut oil, to eat sweet potatoes during my run, only eat real food, um, you know, all these things. Listen, we are busy women. We don't have to be making sweet potato, coconut oil laced, you know, um, fueling fueling packets for ourselves. We can simply just choose a manufactured product. Or if you don't want to, that's fine too. You can use raisins. You can use dried bananas. That's fine. But my point is, is don't avoid sugar. Avoiding sugar is literally the root of all of the issues that ensue in terms of food cravings. Um, binge eating in terms of slowed metabolism, increased cortisol, which is then in turn going to cause um, imbalances in your blood sugar. It's going to cause imbalances in your hormones. It potentially can set you up for injury. There is zero reason to walk down that road. Like, let me hand you the, the raft right now, jump on it, and let's sail away, away from the land of the fat-adapted people. <laughs> like, no thank you. So I hope that was helpful. To recap, if you are struggling with fueling, if you are struggling with GI issues, I want you to look at your diet and examine if you're eating way too much fiber, especially close to when you were working out. I want you to examine if you're getting sugar alcohols in your diet. I want you to examine if you are not hydrating enough with enough fluid slash with enough sodium and salt during your run and other electrolytes as well. I want you also to examine if you are using the excuse that I don't have time to digest in the morning. I, I can't have food sitting in my stomach. It makes me sick. Then start simple. Start with applesauce squeezy packs. Start with a glass of sports drink with sugar in it. And I'm going to tell you right now you're going to feel better. I don't even you, – you can you can DM me because I love chatting with you. But I'm going to tell you right now, if you are struggling with the mindset of like, I need to lose weight. I can't eat all that food. I can't do that. Like I am terrified. I am struggling. That is okay to feel that way. I felt like that for a very long time. A lot of my clients feel like that initially. I have free trainings 
DM me, let me know you need the help, and I will give it to you. That is my my purpose in life is literally to support you through stuff like this. Thank you for listening today. If this was impactful, please share this podcast with a friend. Please like and subscribe. Please leave a review. Nothing makes me happier than seeing new reviews for the podcast. And I will chat with you soon. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Dear RunnerBot. If you enjoyed what you heard, remember to subscribe and make sure you share today's episode. Also, if you're looking to download a free three-step guide to love your runner's bod, then head to serenamarierd.com. Can't wait to chat with you next week.